Welcome to the Wayne Sidebar, a place where you can get current events, daily events, inspiration, and sometimes just me ranting. Hope you enjoy the show. Let's go get it. Good morning, Sidebar listeners. What's up? It's your boy, Dwayne, and this is Dwayne Sidebar. It is Wednesday, September the 11th, Woo Wednesday, uh, and also September the 11th. Wow. Special day in so many ways. Um, so many things happen on September 11th. Um, I'm going to start with uh, my granddad. So September 11th is actually my granddad's birthday. Um, don't know what year he was born. Um, but he passed, I think it's going to be two or three years ago. So y'all got to excuse me. I made some some really hot eggs with cayenne pepper and a whole bunch of hot sauce. And then I came into the little studio room and all I brought was coffee to drink. <laughs> uh, so I'm struggling. Um, my mouth is burning and then I sip hot coffee. It just lights it up even more. But anyway, yep, September the 11th, um, my granddad's birthday. Uh, my granddad was a special dude. Um, tell a little story about him, and then maybe get into some other September the 11th um, things. Um, you know, there's some obvious things, of course, um, with the, the attack on the Twin Towers and things like that. Um, and we'll, I want to talk about where I was when that happened. Um, so, first, my granddad... Uh, my granddad's name is George Washington Faison. <laughs> I love to tell people that. Um, he was actually named after George Washington Carver, the famous inventor, black inventor. If you don't know who George Washington Carver is, Google it. The man made like a million things out of peanuts and a whole lot of more, a whole lot more invention. So my granddad was named after uh-oh, George Washington Carver. And, um, he, uh, you know, brother, uh, I think he had four brothers and two sisters. Um, I don't know if he was the baby brother. I don't know that. I'm thinking he may have been the baby brother. I don't know. I have to ask my mom, but you know, he was, he was the brother uh, like I said, he had two sisters, four brothers. Um, he was uh, went to the military. Uh, I think he finished, I don't know, rankings and stuff, but he was a sergeant something in the military. Um, I think he, uh, what I forget, he always tell me what the war was during his time. But he used to train the soldiers before they, I guess, went to the war. He was in the States. And he would train them before they went to the war. Um, and uh, very proud of that. After military, he became a brick mason. One of the skills that he actually uh, picked up while in military, um, you know, skill. They send you for a skill. And uh, he picked up brick mason. And uh, so right after, uh, right after the war, and he was, uh, you know, 
honorably discharged. He started Brick Mason, and he did it for decades. <laughs> Literally, like, I'm guessing he got out of the Army maybe 21, 22, maybe, because he went in at 18. So, and I, I think he did about four years. So, got out of the Army and started Brick Mason and did not stop, y'all, until he was in his mid to late 70s. Um, that's another thing I was pr- always proud of about my granddad is he laid bricks all the way up until his set in his 70s. Um, bricks, center blocks, I mean, he'd done it forever. From your 20s all the way to your 70s. You know, that that's just amazing in itself. About 40 years of just going, you know. Uh, shoot, I'm well, 30 years. What am I talking about? 40 <laughs> 30 plus of uh, of just going, man. And, um, you know, growing up, that was almost like a rite of passage is working with my granddad. All of my older cousins, whenever they wanted to get a job or make some money, I'm using my finger air quotes. You know, we would, uh, you know, you would go and you would work with granddad during the summer. That's how you make money. And what that entails is going out in midsummer and uh, being a help, uh, whether it's um, staging the, the bricks for the next lay. Like, so the way it looks is, let's say they're building a wall. And so... Uh, as they build that wall, you know, they got bricks and mortar. Mortar is not cement. Some people think it's cement between between bricks. It's not. It's, it's called mortar. They got bricks, a pan of mortar, and bricks. And so your, the helper would make sure that they had enough bricks to keep going. And then once they got to the top of the wall, you would stage the, the next side, you know, set up bricks, mortar, bricks and so they had this clamp that you could grab about i don't know about 10 11 bricks at the same time you would kind of put the clamp on it pick them all up and them joints was heavy and you'll carry it and you you know sit it down and then go clamp on some more put it down and then the pan pan looks like a i mean it looks like something you would paint out of maybe like a paint pan but bigger and um and so the mortar would be mixed up in a little mixing thing. And, you know, I mean, if you were advanced, you were, you was mixing the mortar, putting the water and the the powder in there and and mixing it up. So it becomes a mortar and then dumping it into the uh, wheelbarrow. But if you wasn't to that level yet, there's somebody over there doing that already, putting in the wheelbarrow and you go grab the wheelbarrow and it's heavy. Like this is like a, it's like a big wheelbarrow full of mud. And then you, guide that thing you're in the dirt you know or grass or sand and you got that thing over there to the pans and then you got a shovel and you scoop the shovel into the 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 wheelbarrow and you throw it in the pan scoop splat goop scoop splat and then you go to each set you also do that on the side of their working like i said as they build on the wall you make sure they got enough bricks you make sure they got enough mortar and you scoop splat scoop splat and um that was hard work in the dead of summer 
Um, most cases, not in the shade. Um, it was it was very tough. You left there. You like, I mean, Grinnell paid good though. I don't know how he paid. I don't know how he determined what he paid, but he paid. Oh snap! My bad, y'all. There's something going on with my <laughs> my desk and my chair, and I just almost knocked it all down. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how he. Like, if he paid by the hour or – I don't know. I don't know how he paid us. Um, but he paid us good. Like, you left. You had some money in your pocket. Um, but you worked for that joint. Like, you, it was not easy. And uh, they would call. You know, it would be him and some other guys. And they'd be like, you know, I need some bricks. I need some mortar. You know, so you got to go and you got to make the run and and get over there and splat it in there and put the bricks down. You know, you got to do that and stay on point. And, um, you know, that was, uh, that was really cool. You know, I didn't, I appreciate it. I would say I didn't appreciate it, but I appreciate it when I was doing it. Um, because I got to bond with my granddad, spend time with him. Um, and, um, and, and it was, it was good. I mean, it was hard. It was harsh. Uh, one time we actually did a, uh, I don't know if how many city folks are listening, but, we did what we call a, a hog plant, or not a hog plant, like a hog house. Um, and here in the South, unfortunately for the vegans and uh, the people that you know against uh, that like free reign stuff in the South, they have a, and especially in North Carolina, they have a system called the hog house. It's very, I mean, it's actually terrible if you think about it. Um, so let me explain the system, and then I tell you about what we did so the system is you get a house you you build a you know let's say a uh, 100 yard long uh building center block um bottom and then the this there's a company actually the family uh kids some of the kids graduated with me in high school this company called hog slat which are cement um slabs with holes in them and so this, the reason why they have holes in them, so the hogs could, you know, poop and pee and it don't be, you know, right there on, on them. It falls between the cracks and then it goes, you know, they got a little little area underneath that it, you know, kind of drains down to um, waste pond or whatever. And so, you know, that's that's kind of the setup there. Um, the hogs, they are cramped. They aren't happy. A lot of them don't see a lot of sunlight except when they're getting transported. They're not free range at all, unfortunately, for those that are all about that. Um, and so my granddad built the uh, he was building foundations for these uh, these hog houses, as we call them. And so if you know anything about a hog house, it is like in the middle of nowhere because of two things. Well, several things. One, because of the smell. Uh, it smells horrible, when, you know, once the hogs are in there and they start eating and peeing and pooping. Two, because of the waste pond, you know, if it overflows, you know, you don't want to get into your drinking water. And then um, three, man, it's just, you know, it's, it's not a good look, you know. It, it's, so you make sure you build a whole house far away from people. You know, sometimes they go deep in the woods and then they cut out this big open space and that's where they'll put them. And so this place was just like that. And it was uh, hot. And so 
what you got to think about is 100 yards of – now, this is cement. Those that don't know the difference between cement and mortar. 100 yards of concrete cement, like sidewalk. 100 yards of sidewalk in the middle of a field, no shade, and heat blazing, like heat coming down. And you know what concrete and cement does? It reflects heat when it gets hot. So heat coming up. Uh, and we weren't using bricks, you know, bricks are the little brown, you know, they like, we were using center blocks. So staging was a beast. Like, so you had to put like actual big center blocks, you know, you know, I'm making the sound effects, but the big, you know, the big old joints, you had to wear gloves cause they scratch your hands up, put them joints, boom, boom. And then the mortar in between. You you know you build take it three high. My granddad always liked it, two stacks three high, and um, and he would you know slap that motor on that center block and lay that bad boy on there and go to the next one. So I always tell people this story. That morning, the first morning that I went, you know I didn't know what to expect because you go early, you go at the butt crack of dawn, like. Like like around this time, uh, I'm recording. You know, three, four, five o'clock in the morning is when you go because it's you know so hot. You got to get you know everything done. You got to get it staged, and so we go this early. So it's not bad. You know, it's, it's all like every setting. You know, it's cool. It's you know summer night. Um, you know summer morning, and um, you know about let's say about six or seven o'clock. I see this little green frog hopping along. And uh, so there's a pond at the other end of the hundred yard slab. So I saw him. I was like, "Well, he must be trying to head to the pond, you know, like little frog hopping along." And so uh, the sun came on, and it got really, 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 really hot, like unbearable hot. So hot. Whenever I stacked or staged the next set, I would actually go climb under the truck to get some shade from the sun. Like that's how hot it was. Like. I would just lay on the ground under the truck just so that I can get some shade. Like it was crazy. So my little frog friend by, let's say about 12 noon or one o'clock, he had made it probably about three fourths of the way down the hundred yard slab. Uh, but he was fried. When I say fried y'all like literally like fried, like he was somebody put him on a frying pan and that's where he was that's how hot it was that dude did not make it to that water he literally fried to death on that cement because i'm telling you it was the heat was coming up and it was coming down really 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 hot amazing 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 so uh but i just told you all that to to tell you you know i i really really appreciate my granddad um, this is my mom's father. So, uh, this is my, my, my granddad and my grandma only had one child, which was my mom. Um, and you know, uh, he is, he's always been, been around man. And you know, you, you could always count on him sitting on the couch, looking at TV, you know, um, my favorite place used to be his lap. You know, when I was younger, I would come and sit on granddaddy lap, come on, sit on granddaddy lap, you know, and I'd sit on his lap and, um, you know, I I actually, uh, you know, was happy and proud that my son got to sit on his lap, uh, Jaden, and then also Carissa, my daughter, um, got to sit on his lap. Um, and I 
I actually uh, preached at his funeral. Well, I guess you could say not preach, but they gave me an opportunity to say some encouraging words. <laughs> I didn't proclaim the gospel. They didn't. That was for somebody else uh, that was doing a eulogy. But um, during my my talk or speech or whatever, I talked about um, just the the peace of just being on his lap, man, and just knowing that he would love and protect and, you know, sometimes give you money, man, you know. So uh, today on his birthday, I want to salute my uh, my granddad, George Washington Faison. Salute to my dude, man. Um, totally awesome dude, man. Like, nicest guy you ever met. Never seen him upset ever like that's where i get my cool from man. my granddad never was upset rarely i mean i I don't think i ever heard him raise his voice and he walked slow he was just a cool cat and i realized why he walked slow because he was out there in that sun all day boy to drain you (laughs) so uh salute man salute to george washington facing my granddad um and uh yeah love that guy Definitely miss him. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely miss him. I was glad. Actually, I did get to preach at his church. Um, growing up, he always told me I was going to be a preacher <laughs> because I uh, talked a lot. He said I talked a lot and I loved to eat chicken. That was the ingredients for a good preacher in my granddad's eyes. Um, and so uh, I was so glad I was able to actually preach at his church um, for their family and friends day. That was an honor for me uh, to almost kind of like letting his, let him see his dream come true. So <sighs> that's enough of that before I start tearing up on here. All right. Um, before I get out of here, this is a longer one. Uh, I hope you guys are happy. I've been giving you a short one. So this is a long one. Uh, 9-11. What was it? 2000 and... 2000, I guess, or 2001. I don't remember. The Twin Towers, where was I? I was a freshman at Fayetteville State. Um, I was in the cafeteria, and um, it was breakfast. Breakfast. I was getting breakfast, and I saw the screen, and one of the towers smoking on fire, and I didn't know. I thought maybe, you know, explosion or whatever. And as I was watching, Plane number two uh, went into the building, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Like you know, they kind of like, "Oh snap!" That's that's serious. Like you know, another somebody didn't crash, you know. Um, and I'm thinking like, "Oh snap!" Like all the planes about to start falling out of the sky, you know. That was my thought at the time. Um, and so because I was in Fayetteville, Fayetteville State, um, Fort Bragg, um, pretty much the city went into this like uh, like okay, let's be still and make sure ain't nothing about to happen to us. Because Fort Bragg is the biggest military base, largest military base in the United States. And so um, all my classes were canceled and, you know, they were limiting uh, movement on the street. You know, it was just uh, just kind of a caution, uh, not knowing if there was going to be an attack at the military base, kind of like Pearl Harbor type thing. But uh, there wasn't. Uh, first thing I noticed as soon as this happened is gas prices started going up. Because <laughs> I remember the first time I saw gas was a dollar. I was like, yo, gas is a dollar. This is crazy. You know, because like all through high school, gas was 
you know, 50 cent, 60 cent, 70 cent, you know, and um, it was uh, 99.99. And then I remember that bad boy said $1. I was like, oh my God, the world is going to end. Gas is a (laughs) dollar. Now look at us. (laughs) We had two or three dollars, man. It's crazy. But, uh, but anyway, that was where I was, uh, to, I guess, 2001. I cannot remember that if it's 2001 or 2000, but, uh, 9-11. Also, um, that night, the night before, uh, September the 10th, going into the 11th, I was at Camelot, which is a, <laughs> a, uh, record store picking up, uh, Jay-Z's new album, The Midnight Sale of The Blueprint. Uh, classic album. Um, very, very, very classic. Uh, that, that album is probably one of my favorites, um, almost of all time. Um, I don't know if I want to put it there yet, but it's definitely one of my favorites. Not an endorsement, not a promo, but just like just keeping it real. Classic album, um, and uh, yeah. As I close out, man, I know it's twenty minutes in. Um, I'm here sipping my coffee, and I'm sipping coffee from Mount Kenya, which is this month's sponsor for the bar podcast, Mount Kenya Coffee. Uh, so go to the bar, um, click on the podcast, get on details to check out Mount Kenya Coffee, get your coffee game up. This stuff is delicious. This is no lie. Like even if he didn't pay me, I would say this. Um, and maybe tomorrow we'll talk about sponsorship. We'll see. And, um, you know, it's Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, Woo Wednesday. And man, I got Wu-Tang, uh, American Saga comes out tonight, the next three episodes, and the season finale of Snowfall. So we're going to figure out how we're going to watch all of that before <laughs> before tomorrow. But anyway, y'all, God bless you. Hope you have a great day. And uh, holla at your boy, man. We out of here. Hey, thank you for listening to today's sidebar. This show is called The Sidebar because there is an original bar, The Bar Podcast. Make sure you go to thebarpodcast.com and check out our podcast. And then click on the Bar Podcast Network tab and check out all the podcasts connected to the network. Podcasting is the future, and you should click on some good podcasts and make it a part of your daily playlist. As well as go to thebargear.com. Check out some of our bar gear. We got shirts, hats, hoodies, jogging pants, everything you want with bar gear on it. Check it out and be a part of the movement.